0: This is Frank Siriano with Compass New York City, and you're listening to The Real Talk Podcast.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Real Talk Podcast. Again, I am with Frank Siriano, a.k.a. Baby Frank, a.k.a. one half of the Frank and Frank TV, and if those that you don't know, you won't know yet, but it will, you will know soon. And, uh, a.k.a. uh, co-founder of the Mambro Psychic Club. Or, AKA, a.k.a. 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 Frank Siriano. So, thank you very much for coming on, Frank. We're just gonna rip through this episode. I wanna wrap up the year, right? I wanna just go deep into what you thought of various aspects of 2022 and predict what's gonna happen in 2023. My... First couple questions will be off the cuff, and I want you to just kind of rapid-fire answer them for me so that the listeners can get to know who you are a little bit better, show your personality, show your charm, show your smile. Frank Soriano does have a voice for radio and a face for radio. Do you guys agree? I'm here <laughs> with my co-hosts, Corny Ronan and Danielle Stout. Say hello. Hey, everyone. Hey, <laughs> everyone. Hello, friends. <laughs> Courtney's going to ask you an off-the-cuff question as well in a few minutes. So just oh be prepared. All right, here we go. Right. Question number one. Best project, new development in New York City 2022? Best project? In Manhattan and one in Brooklyn, please.
0: Uh, I'll give Brooklyn. And it's going to be the project I bought in, which is Front End York. Why? Huge fan. Okay. Um, cool. I think the first thing I love about the building is the level of service. Sure. I've shown and sold and rented in tons of buildings, both in New York city, as well as in Brooklyn. I personally never experienced a level of service like we have at the building.
1: Okay, great. And your it's a best project of, in New York, Manhattan?
0: Um, best project in Manhattan for new dev? Uh, I don't know, Rose Hill, I'll go with Rose Hill. Rose Hill,
1: okay. Rose okay. Hill is the... In Nomad, or what they call it Rose Hill, yeah. technically on the cross of, what would you call it, Midtown South slash, what, Gramercy?
0: No, it's I mean, it's on 29th Street, 29th, so, yeah, Yeah, it's like very much in the heart of Nomad between 5th and,
1: Nomad, yeah. Midtown South, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Rose Hill's a great project, I do like that neighborhood as well. Courtney, your uh, off-the-cuff question for Baby Frank, there's no, there's no off Nothing is off-limits? Nothing is off-limits here. Frank, what is the best time you've had in the Compass Building?
0: It, I think it would be impossible, frankly, for me to put in specific moment in the Compass Building. <laughs> but I think, um, <laughs> like going back to when we initially just moved in to 1-10-5th, and there was like a ton of excitement around it, and the firm was also young. Um, and it wasn't huge. So you basically knew every single person in the company. It was really intimate. Um, I think, so I guess that was what circa 2016? 16, yeah. 15, 16, 17. 2016. I would say like that entire year, that entire, that entire time in, in, in the life of Compass as a, as a company. Was, would probably be my favorite. I, I had so many great memories. It was a and, blast. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: You have to include 2015 because that's when I was still at the company. So <laughs> 2015, 2015 through 16. 2015
0: through 2016, yeah.
1: Okay, good, great. Uh, baby Frank, give me one highlight, personal highlight for 2022 for you. Personal highlight. One.
0: Uh, well, last weekend was my son's first birthday.
1: Wow. Woo! That's so... amazing. Shout out Baby, Baby, Baby Frank. Frank yeah. the Fifth. That's right.
0: Frankie. It was, it was a big weekend. My parents came up from Florida. Um, we had a ton of friends and family and also new friends through his daycare mm-hmm. um, and from our building, from our new building that um, were nice enough to join for that.
1: Nice, so
0: great. So we had a great time. Um, we had it catered, we had paella, mm. which is really cool. Um, recently I went to a food and wine festival, a Spanish, like or an organic uh, Spanish food and wine festival over at the Ace Hotel in downtown Brooklyn, mm-hmm. called Viniesta. Okay. Um, and one of the food dishes that they were cooking there was, um, they had a paella guy that was there. Okay. And I thought the food was amazing. And I was like, this is super fun. And everyone seemed to be enjoying it. I was like, how can I incorporate this into a party? And then you know we realized that Frankie's birthday was coming up. And I was like, this is a perfect time to bring in the pa- paella dish. Good. Um, and knowing
1: baby Frank, he eats everything. Yeah, he, he baby, baby, baby Frank.
0: I remember we were at a dinner with friends, friends of ours. Danielle and I were, and uh, we had gotten sushi boxes. And so we, I was picking up the sushi. He was on my lap, and I was picking up the sushi to actually put it in my mouth. But he ended up intercepting the sushi cool. mid <laughs> mid pickup and uh, just devoured the sushi.
1: Wow, he yeah. crushes food. Yeah, He's a well-rounded kid. That's right, a future yeah. athlete, perhaps oh. intercepting sushi. I mean, your your did play for the Steelers, right? Uh, my mom's father, yeah. Your mom's wow. father, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and perhaps there's a little bit of uh the that D that football DNA in there. <laughs> On to the next question, Danielle. Do you want, do you want to give one off the cuff question for uh, Baby Frank here? Frank. Yes. What was your favorite deal this year?
0: Mm, that's a good question. Go? I mean, one of the things that I mentioned was the new Dev in 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 Rose Hill. Um. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a really good one for me just because the client that I ended up selling to in Rose Hill um, was a repeat client of mine. Um, I had previously um, helped um, his sister and brother-in-law rent um, a pretty expensive place down at Greenwich Lane in West Village. Um, and then they ended up, I ended up helping refer them um, to um, the Rothmans up in Rye, New York. Yep, yeah. And Lindsay helped them um, purchase a home up in Rye.
1: Yeah, it's how did Lindsay. We just did a deal with her too, actually. Yeah,
0: she's great. Um, and then um, the brother of the wife, um, he ended up coming back um, and asked me to help him find a uh, one-bedroom pied-a-terre here in, in the city. Got it, great. Um, yep. And then Simple we... of life. His criteria was that he needed to be Extremely close to Grand Central, so he could reverse commute up to Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, and they only wanted new dev.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, so we looked at all the new devs surrounding Grand Central. Okay. Um, but we wanted to stay a little bit further downtown, right? Like, we didn't want to be in Midtown, necessarily. We wanted to be in a little bit of a cooler location. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little bit of, like, a location that you could still see... Some room for appreciation um, Nomad is probably one of those few areas around that that's close enough to Grand Central and the big commuting areas that's but it's also you could walk downtown from there right you could walk to Madison Square Park that's you could right. walk into Flatiron from there that's right um, so it does kind of some of that coolness factor of Flatiron kind of reaches up into the nomad the North Nomad area good. Um, and that's how that's we right. settled on um, that's how we settled on Rose Hill good.
1: Awesome. Great answer. We're diving into the main areas. So now, we're wrapping up 2022, less than a month left in the year. Please give me who in your opinion is the biggest winner in 2022 in the world of real estate. Uh I have to say when in thinking about this question,
0: um like obviously we specialize in residential. Yeah. Um and so like that's where where our focus lies every single day. I feel like every person that, this is kind of, might be, you might feel like this is a cop-out, but I feel like every single person who purchased in 2021 was a huge winner this year because of how much property appreciation happened in the spring of 2022, mm-hmm. um, and how amazing interest rates were back in like, 2020. That's the main winner. Yeah. yeah, and so I just feel like when you see that transition as a buyer, mm-hmm. And you see you you see yourself having purchased a home back in 2021, and you see what interest rates were back then, and you see what pricing was prices looked like back in 2021, and then you see and you compare that with with the historically high prices in in spring of 2022, and I think as a buyer in 20 in 2021, regardless of when it was during that year, I think you really have to just sit back and sit and think to yourself wow i made a great decision back in 2021
1: and those are yeah i I get it you look back in hindsight it's always 2020 and those buyers that were on the fence in 2021 on the fence in 2022 now they're priced out because of these rates it's it's like why did i wait
0: yeah Um, i mean i think that and that will kind of go into the next topic right um i'll i'll kind of tie that back around but um in terms of what you said about being priced out right? And I think there's a certain segment of the market that that could potentially be priced out this year with where rates are now. So
1: would you categorize that under the biggest loser of real estate in 2022?
0: Yeah, I would say, so my biggest losers of 2022 are going to be first-time home buyers, are one of them. Yeah. Um, And then also uh, renters who are basically going to, bear the brunt of the inflation and, and increased costs on that side. That's right. So people got to live somewhere, right? Yeah. So if
1: you can't buy, you got to convert to rentals. And then exactly. When you, if you can't, and people coming back in the city, coming back from, go, going away from the work, from home model back into the city, the Even rental market. People stayed in the city, some of their rents went up $1,000. That's right. That's right. 35%, 40% increases in rents. So, that's probably going to continue into next year because of the, rate, the the rise of rates. So, in your opinion, the biggest loser in real estate will be those that are priced out of the housing market
0: yeah. to purchase. There's two there I mean there's two things that are really affecting that and it's the rapid inflation that's mm-hmm. going on and then it's also um the suppressed wage growth which is happening. So, I mean, when you look at the numbers wage growth is really only at about 3.4%, whereas yep. inflation is at about 7.7%. Mm-hmm. So when you take that into effect and then you also take into account the hike in the interest rates, I think that's really hurting, especially more than any other segment in the market right now, it's hurting first-time home buyers. Okay, good.
1: In your opinion, who's the biggest winner in business overall, not related to real estate?
0: I think it's a combination of several different sectors. I think obviously healthcare is doing did really well and is still doing really well um following 2020 and 2021 um and then i also think um um companies like amazon um they're still doing really well too as well
1: yeah okay online retailers yeah online retailers especially coming out of just coming out of black friday with record-breaking sales biggest loser in business in 2022
0: um, I'm gonna have to go with crypto okay. on this.
1: Yep. yep. Um, do you, do you, do you hold a lot of crypto no? Or diamond I, I, hands?
0: I really don't. No. To be honest okay. with you, yeah. Um, I held a little bit, but um, and actually some of my crypto was on FTX. Wow. But it, but it was an extremely small amount, an insignificant amount, to where it didn't really
1: the Matter collapse of FTX didn't really impact uh, you. impact me. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree with that. The biggest, that was definitely <coughs> the biggest loser is crypto. Biggest real estate surprise. Uh, the biggest real estate surprise in 2022, uh, in your opinion.
0: The biggest surprise? Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to go back to the spring of this year, and I would just say the biggest surprise for me was you expected the market to rebound yeah. in 2022, but personally for me, I did not expect it to rebound in the way that it did in the spring of this year. Mm -hmm. That to me was a huge surprise. I thought it was gonna take probably six to eight months longer than it did Mm -hmm. um, following 2021. So like I anticipated the fall of this year being very, very strong. Got it. Post Labor Day. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But that timeline obviously was pushed up
1: significantly. Big shift in the market. Yeah. That's right, and Courtney, who was just here on the show, agrees that the, the drop off has. We said what? July was your drop off. July. July. Yeah. So July. For is. new, new business. For new business, that's right. Not closing out the pipeline. September. Right. Okay. Uh, biggest business surprise in twenty twenty two, non real estate sector related.
0: I mean, definitely. The Elon saga with Twitter. It has it's a to be. Good term. Has to be top of mind sure but i also think that his willingness i think it's not just like the the big surprise for me is his willingness to take on something like that while he still is managing tesla yes and spacex yeah and like his willingness to potentially cause significant damage to his business of Tesla and everything that he has going on in that in that sector. He's spreading himself
1: out too thin probably yeah. in SpaceX. I mean you're handling people's lives, cars, spaceships, yeah. all of that. And then you're taking over Twitter. Are you an avid Twitter user? I'm not. Okay. No. Twitter's life man. It's a heartbeat of Earth. I really love it. Okay, next best new Do you trend have a blue check mark. I, I'm not paying for a blue check mark. Okay. The best new trend in real estate.
0: Uh, I mean it's gotta be the boom of social media and social media has always been around no no no, but like the access has. uh, yes i feel like the access to social media and video content in real estate right now has to be the most important
1: would you dance on tiktok for uh, in your real estate
0: me personally no that's not that's not that's not my style are you a good dancer i don't know (laughs) (laughs) we'd have to
1: would you dance on tiktok Ronan, for title business (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm sorry I mean, let's let's go back to the topic though you know I, I as as for the social the rise of social media i feel mm-hmm. like social media has always been on the rise nothing is new there there's no secret beca- people social people media selling, right i'm talking about, I'm talking about selling things yeah okay I'm, ta- TikTok. I'm talking about exactly are selling, yeah are they really selling them on tiktok though yeah they are yeah yeah okay. I, I think that, example, that, that, that is, that's that's on a, conover guy yeah I mean, advertising other people's exclusives and bringing buyers. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, it's kind of weird, huh? I mean, that's when you have when
0: you have access to vi- like the ability to create video content like that in the palm of your hands. It's so easy to do something like uh, that.
1: Yeah. No, I get it. Um, I you are starting something yourself on social media. I am. Do you want to talk? You know, no, double the frank, double Give, fun. give me the 10-second elevator pitch. Um,
0: so basically, um, we as agents go through typically weekly meetings every single Monday, okay. right? And a lot of knowledge is shared in those industry meetings between agents. Frank and I have always been close friends. And so one of the things that Frank and I would are trying to do is bring that... Who's gun. Frank? Frank Giordano. Big
1: Frank.
0: AKA Big Frank. Super air horn. Super. That's why you
1: should have asked my question. How did baby Frank come up to come to be?
0: <laughs> this, we actually covered this on our podcast.
1: Okay. T- uh, are t- talk t- and I getting credit for making up those nicknames? Uh,
0: I don't think we gave you guys credit okay. on our podcast, That's no. Well, <laughs> but... Frank and Frank we can yeah we'll be in the credits. And, and when is the video
1: one when, when of the videos in the assets launching
0: uh we're working on uh editing right now so it should be in the next probably week good okay yeah
1: well looking forward to it and we'll be sure to plug that in the show notes if you give it to me early enough give me the worst trend in real estate in 2022 oh god so
0: when I say social media I'm excluding TikTok from that oh okay From that, what what, what I'm, what I'm referring to, just to backtrack for a couple seconds, what I'm referring to the best new trend is the ability for every person to have, to, to have access and the ability, basically, to document their properties, what they're all about, and then share that with the world. Right? I don't necessarily put TikTok in that same. Category. Category. I feel like TikTok is more of like a, like a, like a gimmick, mm-hmm. to a certain extent,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and it's more like goofy, funny, like. Um, so would you
1: say that as the worst trend in real estate?
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, for me personally, I feel like TikTok is very cringeworthy. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's cringe is a good word to use, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, but, but that's I, just you, my. You do personal.
1: have you do have agents out there dancing in, in their homes and they're listening.
0: I mean, to each his own. Yeah, like to dance to in a two city one bedroom. Some offer
1: no, facts thank in you. their TikToks. They're not just dancing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot more going on on TikTok than just dancing. Yes, that's right. That's right. You could talk on it, you could put your face in front of the frame and stuff.
0: There's <laughs> yes, so really a crazy. lot going
1: on, yeah. Okay, let's put you to bed, Grandpa. Next. <laughs> Predict the you are biggest turning 40. <laughs> 28. Predict the biggest winner in real estate in 2023. I mean, I feel like it's going to be everyone
0: who... So 2022, we've seen this slowdown, right? So we had this historically high time of the market Mm -hmm. in the spring, right? And now we've seen this huge slowdown as we've worked our way through that throughout the year Um, and interest rates rose. But I feel like as the Fed eases up their increases on interest rates, there's going to be an opportunity, another opportunity cycle for buyers. That opportunity cycle has already started right now, and it's going to continue all the way into the spring of 2023. So the biggest winners are going to be those buyers who take advantage of that. I mean, now, now, start their searches now, start learning about the market, learning about product, building that building that knowledge base. Whether they're doing it by themselves or whether they're doing it with their agent, building that knowledge base now and then transacting on that come springtime, or if they see something that actually checks a lot of boxes right now.
1: Because when the mortgage rates eventually do get lower and if they do go lower, then more people- will be They've already started, for, them, yeah. for just so you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I also think that, so you're already seeing banks, like for instance, like Citibank, um, they're offering, in in order to help first time home buyers, they're offering very competitive programs right now. Citibank right now is doing a program where if you make under, under a certain average annual income for whatever area that the home is is actually in. Mm -hmm. Um, If you make under that threshold, they will give you $7,500 towards closing cost credit. Mm -hmm. So you can actually put that towards closing costs and you can actually help buy down your rates. Mm -hmm. I believe the price level that this is being offered at is like under 650,000 area. Right, so if like the home is priced under six hundred and fifty thousand, you actually benefit from an interest rate that would otherwise be a conforming interest rate. It, they're offering the same rates they would do normally for jumbo loans. Got it. Um, and then they're waiving PMI. Much
1: much lower rates. They're the wa- jumbo
0: loans are always lower. They're waiving PMI on something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. So, um, you know, you're going to see products like this being offered that are going to help first time home buyers overcome the
1: obstacles that are present in the market right now got it got it okay thank you so much frank for coming on i appreciate it it's i know it's late it's friday night it's been a i'm sure it's been a crazy week and um i look forward to your seeing your success in 2023 thanks so much i appreciate you having me on thank you